Hi guys, Stephen here. Um, just a few things you're about to listen to, uh, assuming you know, considering you might have selected it. The Capiche Film of the Year Best Film Top 10 category. And um, a few things to point out before you listen to them. Uh, these will all have spoilers of some sort in them. So this is your warning. Spoilers ahead. Another thing I'll, I will say as well is these podcasts were conducted more or less in one massive sitting. I'm going to be splitting them up so the beginnings of the podcasts kind of just start. So no obvious intro for the others uh, other than the first one. So and of course they just end where we have decided to end it. So if it's mid-sentence I apologise. The other thing I want to mention is I never actually um, announced it on the podcast which I promised my friend I would. I want to thank Chris Thornton Hughes for lending me on both occasions of uh, recording the podcast his equipment. That was the microphones, the stands, the audio device um, for capturing and also uh, gave me helpful tips and advice about recording. So I'd like to thank you Chris. It was an amazing thing you did and I want to Thank you by giving you a wee bit of a, a prop on your podcasts. Chris is a veteran of two podcasts. Yes, he does not just one, but two. He walks around essentially with a microphone attached to his face all day. Uh, he is a massive wrestling fan and his podcast, Turning Heel, is great. And is uh, one of his main podcasts that he does. But he's also started another one, uh, The Haunting Inn. And essentially him and a friend talking about ghost stories and he did say it does more or less turn out to just be rambling drunkenly as the podcast goes on but he says it's a, a developing thing and it's a pretty cool idea so well uh, give Chris's podcast a listen to if anything that sounds interesting to you and of course enjoy our top 10 best films uh, podcasts thank you for listening bye bye Okay, good. One, two, one, two, one, two, Just one, two. See how it sounds. I think that's what I think that's the same. Just talk so it's clear. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, that's an Americano. That's actually. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Yeah. That's the second one. Hello. <laughs> oh my goodness, Prashemic. So far, that one's clean, I would say. Yeah. You want to just sit where you would normally sit for this podcast? I'd probably just sit a bit here, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> we always... No. Do you know our, our food is, our what food is I mean? Cooking. We always know what you mean. Baking. Do you know what I mean? Jack, I don't know how I feel about uh, this. Hello and welcome to the final of the 2017 Film of the Year podcasts. What were you... Doing? <laughs> what was that? Oh, because I did that? Yeah, you just... Right, I'm starting that again. Welcome everyone to the Film of the Year 2017 final podcast. 
I'm Stephen Barry, this is the Capiche Filmcast, and I have my fellow guests back. Still kind of bruised from the last battle, but uh, hoping ready to go. I'll introduce my colleague on the left, Scott Armour. Hi. Again, witty retort, man absent. Of, man of many words. Yeah. Prashemic, I want to congratulate you actually on your new podcast you've started, Tanks. And uh, where you review all sorts of films with tanks in them? Yeah, I will review every single film with a tank in it. <laughs> and it is Thomas, does that include and Thomas the Tank? Doesn't qualify, not enough dead bodies. No, he's, not, he's not got a cannon yeah. on, built into him, is that right? And uh, you've, not, you've even changed the rating system, normally a five star rating system. You've went five tank rating system. And I'm curious how, what, how much tanks fuel. No, no, no. The worst is like the French tank with uh, one gear forward and five gears. Uh, oh, good. So we're now actually reverse. getting a review of the French Steve, tank. Steve, what have you started? I know. What G- have you started? Give me a, a th- th- 10 second review of the Sherman tank, please, Pashemic. It was a cast shell and uh, had really a flawed uh, fuel injection system because when the tank was hit... Uh, right, the, that's, the, that's, <laughs> that's 10 <seconds>. <laughs> Thank you for Shemek for uh, that. That was amazing. Um, and introducing Jen, our theatre music critic. Hello. <laughs> who actually came into this house uh, singing and dancing. <laughs> And suggested that we do this final podcast as a sing-along type thing. No? Am I making that up? I think, I think you might have yeah. yeah, but I'm game. Like, right, okay. Absolutely. Introducing Jen. <laughs> no, no we're not doing that. No one else seems up for it, but I'm with you. <laughs> to the end. Fee, our Jungle Book fanatic. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as you can see, I'm using pretty much everyone's films and creating a character out of them. So you've apparently come in swinging from the jungle. Hey, excuse me, I never got a character. Sorry, the Jaws loving shark fanatic. That's uh, garbage. <laughs> that <makes sense>. Garbage. <laughs> right, okay. Predator crazed. Uh, you calling me a predator? This has obviously got off terribly. <laughs> Uh, so yes, welcome Fee to the Hi, final episode, hopefully, of this eight hour g- grueling <laughs> session. Uh, and so, we'll, uh, how will we start? We'll start maybe with just a wee quick conversation just to kind of get the, the vocal cords warmed up. A warm up. Yeah. Uh, 2018. Cue a song, no? What's that? Cue a song. Cue a song? Uh, okay. That's a one. Cool. A two. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, no, I think we should maybe just start with talking a bit about 2018, kind of what films we've seen briefly. Uh, I'll start. Darkest Hour, pretty good. Yeah. We spoke yeah. about that. Uh, and uh, Gary Oldman, obviously, Oscar nominated. What about after? Yeah. Oh, did oh, that's it? right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And, um, and what else? I've seen Molly's Game now. Three billboards outside of Evan, yeah, Missouri. Yeah, That's yeah. the best so far. Best, yes. I would say so. Probably going to be the best movie of the year. Uh, that depresses me a wee bit in the sense that I feel like it's having not... the best film already seen of the year. Like, it's, hard. it's going to be hard to beat. I hope there's a yeah. lot of five star films. Three. I think it's going to be a tough one to beat. It's the hard hitting one. So far this year for me has been amazing. All the films I've seen okay. have been, uh, I've given four or five star ratings to. Uh, I've seen Coco last night. Really oh, enjoyed that. It's really good. Ah, Coco's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Even though it's Aye. the Pixar feeling kind of film, quite, quite happy, mm-hmm. go lucky type thing. The subject, the sort of the Day of the Dead 
kind of theme that was quite fresh. I liked that. Yeah. Day of the Dead sounds like a B movie. Yeah, that's it was a weird turn for a Pixar film to have them just slaughter people and in the film and all that kind Are of stuff. Are you selling it to me? <laughs> yeah, it's an eighteen, which is weird. <laughs> Yeah, that's the other thing in your tanks reviews. The um, you only uh, the films that you cover, they're only eighteens, aren't they? Because you only like they them. are exactly family friendly. Yeah. yeah. Although Kelly's Kelly's heroes can be family friendly because I saw it as a ten year old kid. So what is Kelly's heroes? It's uh, about uh, American soldiers trying to rob a bank guarded by three German tanks. <laughs> and. During the last days of World War Two, I'm worried this podcast is going to become. I think the door. Someone just checked the door. Yeah, pizza. Is it actually? Yeah. Check the delivery. We're also waiting on pizza, pizza's by the way. Here, pizza's pizza's here. Pizza's here. Yeah, there's no Domino's coming. Maybe it's either that or it's the voices in my head. But I could have sworn I heard I knocking. I heard like, heard like a... Jen, Jen's just exposed us split personality. Doing so well. Right. What other films have we seen? Scott, you've probably seen the most. Um, three billboards, uh, shape of water. Uh, yeah. Probably another one that I, th- I don't think you've seen it yet. No, Steve, I still need to see it. Uh, yeah, but I think the rest of us have seen it. Um, it's bizarre. It's twisted. It's Weird. dark. It's funny. It's. It's Weird. got a musical Romantic. sequence in it. Uh, oh, yeah. Musical sequence. It's uh, got it all really. And a bit of bestiality as well. <laughs> oh, fantastic! Uh, That's kind of the, the secret. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're, we're all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. You know. We don't have to have a rating on this. We can be full 18, <clears throat> Prashemic approved, uh, gore fest, all that yeah. kind of stuff. As I said earlier on, it's like we were you were joking about Coco being an 18. <laughs> this is what a Disney film would be if it was actually an X rated. It was actually 15. Was it? Yeah. What? Well, you oh, know. Really? What was the 15? Above a U. The shape of the Not child friendly. Not child friendly, Prashemic. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. What else? Yeah, maybe there's the like it was Panther. really good, but it was You've weird. seen it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Which you liked it? I don't think it deserves such a great praise, but it wasn't a bad film either, so it was... I think it's more of a cultural yeah. impact in terms of the Black Panther. Oh. Culture? Can you elaborate on that? Well, the first African... Uh, what, what about Blade? What about... No, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There are 18 films in. Blade is Marvel? No, it, the Cinematic Universe is the connected films. So uh, it's basically from Iron Man. The Iron Man Iron, 1 uh, sorry, to... the first Hulk, even. Yeah, the, well, yeah. No, it's the second one. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't think they count the uh, Iron Man one. I think it's Iron Man they class it from... I think actually it is Iron Man. I, don't, I think yeah. there's a slight link, but I don't think they count the, the, any of the Hulk films as part of the cinematic universe. Oh, no, this is actually, the first uh, cinematic universe, but yes, Blade was the first... Robert Downey Jr.'s at the end of Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton. Uh, okay, so we can count it. But anyways, the, the point is that this is the first time in that connected universe that... 18 films in or whatever and they've got their first black African superhero which is kind of crazy I would say it's a solid film but it doesn't really deserve such a great praise of being the best superhero film out there because it's not in my opinion at least it's a solid one yeah. but I've not seen it yet but I think it's probably following the same almost hype as what Wonder Woman was Wonder Woman mm-hmm. was the first female lead character strong you know film and it was a, a female director as well. But I think this—I think it's kind of more for political reasons, just given the current climate that Black Panther's probably getting the praise. But I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. But I said I've not seen the film, so 
I'm only kind of going on what reviews. It was a good film. I, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, I don't know that it will make it into like my top ten. I'm not Aye, sure. It's hard and to tell with this year. Like I've already seen some great films, so it's kind of yeah. so far it's been a great year for me. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, there's a lot of big films still to come out this year. Mm-hmm. You guys were talking about Deadpool 2. Yeah. That's my yeah. Fav- top favourite this year. To see, I take it. <laughs> to see and probably yeah. it'll make my top three. I mean, that's such a... The expectation you're putting on this film. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Imagine if it's rubbish. Yeah. Uh, what else is coming out this year? I honestly don't know what else is coming out this year. Incredibles 2. Food's going to arrive. Yeah. It'll... When we just start and then just pause. And stop. Oh, wait, this could be it. Hello. Right. We're going to stop. That might have been the guy. Oh, hiya. Hello again. We're back after our break. Uh, We're all a lot fuller now. (laughs) What? (laughs) You okay, Fee? You started Right, okay. Let's move it on. Uh, our bellies full, all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and now we're ready to talk about our top ten films of the year, and uh, we've got a lot of films to talk about. I think forty-three uh, last I counted, yep. and we've got to narrow that down to a final top ten, and we will hopefully be able to actually number them. Are you okay, Prashemik? You look as if you're about to die in this. I'm top mate. All right, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> right, let's start then. Let's get into this. Uh, last time I think you all took a start uh, with the first ones to go so I'll go this time and nominate a film to cut from the list and I'm going to choose Atomic Blonde is there have you seen it? no <laughs> I was going to say because if you'd seen it you wouldn't cut it <coughs> oh I've seen it I've cut it not yeah. this early though yeah no I, I, would, I, would, top 10. I would agree like if we're talking about it because we spoke about it in the previous podcasts I think that was in Best Visuals Atomic, yeah, atomic Blonde yeah, yeah. and I think I think absolutely talk it up for the best visuals uh, it's, not, it's nowhere near top 10 um, good film go ah, it's a good film it, but, but you obviously are not well, wanting to cut it what would you well, say no, should... I mean I'm not overly like I, there's a small number of films on this list that I will probably fight for Atomic Blonde I thought was a very good film I really enjoyed it and for me, that kind of then, that's a that's, that mm. makes it a good film for me type thing. So I, I just thought it was a good well, film. Well, to be fair, this list is the nominees of the year that we put that could be in our top 10. So it's mm. already done well to get within this nominee list. Yeah. We're obviously narrowing it down to the top 10. I chose that one kind of as a bit of a shortcut because I haven't seen it. Um but I kind of got the feeling it also wasn't the strongest of contenders from what, I've, what I've, other people said about it in the previous podcast um, yeah I mean it, it, and looking at looking at the list, <laughs> looking at the 43 looking at Atomic Blonde as I say it's a good film um, it's I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't class it as a top 10 Prashemic thoughts? I've seen it, I liked it, it looks good some really amazing solid scenes but it wasn't on my original original top ten list. Theme and music, is there music. any arguments? Yeah, you can... so I, I, I didn't think it was an amazing movie. What a watchable part for me. So yeah. I had some good things about it, but I wouldn't have put it in my top ten. So list. are so we cut it. more or less agreeing to cut 
Atomic yeah. Blonde from the list. First cut of the day. Well done, guys. Well done, Steve. I know that. No, do you know what? It's fine. Like I say, there, it's not on. Like I, I think I, I think I struggled with the top ten to get a like yeah. top ten amazing films. Mm-hmm. So it makes it into my top ten just because it's like it was a good film that yeah. I enjoyed last year. So, but it's not precious to me. So yeah. I'm not bothered. Okay, uh, we'll go clockwise then. So Scott, what are you cutting from this list? Uh, Kong Skull Island. Hmm. I think we debated that. In fact, I don't think it was on any of the. <coughs> excuse me. I don't think it was on any of the lists previously. Yeah, it's been added by uh, Prashevik and Jen. So what, I'm guessing you guys for? are the ones that feel strongly about it. For Kong, yes, I liked it. Yeah. Again, I thought it was a, a good film. Mm-hmm. Good Again, monster mash. Good music. Yeah, music was ace. I think it's probably the music that actually sold it for. Uh, I just love yeah. the soundtrack and stuff like that. But like, <coughs> I thought it was a good film. I think I thought it, I think in fact I think me and you spoke about it on another podcast yeah, I, mean, I think we we thought it was pretty much just total bang average like it was cast cast was good um, I like yeah uh, yeah I think we just thought everything was pretty bang average about I liked the, the sort of it was going for a kind of apocalypse now kind of vibe and I liked that about it and it was it, did, it had a bit of a spin on it but at the same time I didn't feel there was enough tension considering you see Kong straight away in the film yeah. and I like a monster film to build up to the monster I'm quite the contrary I'm kind of fed up of the films about monsters where you get to see the actual monster for the past five minutes and it's just not well, even a full yeah. shot it's just snippets of the scenes mm. you get to see Kong straight away jumping into action this is exactly but which, which your favourite what's one of your favourite monster films uh, Alien monster alien films when do you see when do you actually see the full predator and predator well you don't the actual the full the full thing you don't see them till pretty much the last quarter same as Jaws it's the same as actually the first alien I think that's where Steve's coming from but that was 20 years ago it worked 30 years ago now I want to see Monster Mash. That's that's why I enjoy yeah. Pacific Rim. And maybe that, maybe, I, I, maybe I, I think maybe that's not an issue then. If, so aside from that, the other things I didn't like about it were the characters were not interesting at all. There was too many characters, and none of them were remotely interesting. Yeah. A lot of them seemed like they were there just to be killed off within seconds. John C. Riley was almost like it was as if he had been warped in from playing uh, in Step Brothers Two. Yeah, he, he looked like he was in a different film from aye, everyone else. Aye. Comedy didn't work. What? I would have preferred to have, I would have preferred uh, preferred, sorry, I'm just a bit more misty around Kong. I know it's quite hard to keep him hidden. He's a <laughs> he's a massive what is he, Steve? Are yeah. you a monkey? It's <laughs> <laughs> good that we're reviving <laughs> <laughs> so a monkey, Steve, eh? Um I would have liked to have seen a bit more I'd have liked to have seen a bit more in the cast. Uh, Tom Hiddleston and um Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Really good cast. And Samuel L. Jackson as well. I just kind of thought, mm, I don't really care if any of these people live. It wasn't a bad film. I'm just, I just don't think... I think it was very Those criticisms, to yeah. me, take it out of our top ten. But I genuinely enjoyed Samuel L. Jackson's character because he was hell-bent on his personal revenge and he would probably drag everyone else to the very bottom of the worst of the humanity mm. just to avenge his uh, twisted sense of honour and I, I think he was an interesting <clears throat> character probably the only one I don't think even John C. Reilly was I mean 
they were completely like they were in different films yeah it was almost like and, um, and Toby Kibble as well I don't know what they were doing with Toby Kibble and then it was just like oh no wait he's, he's dead it seemed like they were building up something with him on his own and then it kind of just mm. I would say it's better than I preferred it than uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong yeah, I would agree with that. Oh, uh, yeah, hands down. Yeah. I think maybe that's why I also liked it was the fact that it was actually mm-hmm. like one of well, I've not seen the original, yeah. so I may need to watch what I'm saying here. But like, you know, where you're actually like, oh, finally they've actually. I think because no, I, I really didn't like that yeah. one, I was just like, oh, thank goodness. I suppose the good thing about Kong <clears throat> Skull Island is it's it's set up uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Absolutely. So I left the cinema after watching Kong. Absolutely. Buzzing, buzzing about the. Uh, Did you stay the for the the stinger, the the thing at the end? Absolutely, yeah. I missed it. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't. I, I heard about it. I've not seen it. So that was silly of me. Good popcorn. Maybe that would change your mind. Monster mash film. I would say. I thought you don't eat popcorn at the cinema, Prashant. I can confirm that he does. <laughs> <laughs> only, only, there was a only sighting. Only buy it. Uh, uh. Right, uh, are we cutting Kong Skull Island then? I would say... Do you, feel it's like, a, it's do you, do you really do you really have an issue with us cutting it? it? Do you, would you rather we kept I've, it? I've, I've, I've seen... Actually, I can see many more worse films that I would have removed straight away. So we think we should pass over it just now? Yes. Right, well, we'll pass over it then. <laughs> uh, fee... What are you? Oh God! We need to move that television so you can bloody see the list. <laughs> oh, are you just looking at your phone? I'm trying to use your Facebook post to see what's on here. How easy is it for you yeah, to get up and just like move fee, that? Fee, I'll make it easier for you. Kong Skull Island. I've not seen it, so I would agree. If it's free again, how easy for is it you to get up, Scott? And just move that. It's incredibly excruciating for me to move. Oh, right, okay. That seems weird. I've got ten tons of pizza sitting in my gut. <laughs> and a donut. And several donuts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my god. I'll just remind you how much that TV cost. Right, is that right? Fee, what are you cutting from the list? So, what are you doing with, about Kong? Well, we'll leave it just now. We'll it's it's going to have to come back up, I'm sure, at some point, which will inevitably get cut, so it kind of makes it pointless that we're <laughs> passing over it. But we'll let you have your little uh, your moment. Oh, yeah, don't drink my drink. <laughs> Oh, okay, so I'm going to cut... We're a lot more angsty in this uh, podcast, I think. I'm not drank anything. I know. Uh, sorry, Fee. Uh, I would like to cut Logan Lucky. Um, really not what I was expecting for that movie. I was expecting it to be really quite funny and uh, was interested to see Daniel Craig in a kind of silly role, mm. but I just didn't feel it worked. Like, I felt it was... trying to be overly funny to the point where it wasn't funny at all. I know what you mean. I think I... I I really wanted to like it for that yeah. fact. I wanted to like it for to see Adam Driver, and yeah. that he, he was probably the best yeah, he actually. Was not, yeah. But we again speaking of, I think we spoke about it in the previous podcast. There was times where it was moments of comedy that was set up for moments of comedy yeah. that that just went too long. Yeah. And the punchline had passed, but then they kept on going back, and it, you know, I like the idea of the whole heist thing. Daniel Craig, what? For me, when I first seen him, but then the character just, just got old. I just got old, yeah. and, and it was really his. It was really Daniel Craig's accent that actually oh. did, he wasn't saying anything funny. It was just his accent that was. I am in car. So after that, but it was kind of like he's not really saying anything funny. The accents, just the accent. Yeah. So um, yeah, I would agree with Logan Lucky to be cut. I completely agree with everything that's just been said. 
did like it. Oh god. Like it's right, in no way it's not like my favourite film or anything like that, but again as a kind of Saturday night telly. Yeah, like, like again the reason it was terrible. Not at all. There was a couple of moments that were relatively amusing, I'd say, but again not top like ten I just, yeah. it, it, to me it was a bit flawed. Uh, like it's not in my top ten, but no. I, I did enjoy it. Right. I think thoughts? it gets its moment. I liked it and enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the light-hearted story. Would it be on my top ten best, absolutely best films? Probably not. So hmm. I think it's unanimous then. Yeah, Logan Lucky. Logan Lucky. I just don't think it deserves bad reviews and just. It's not. No, no, this I'm is. Like, no, it, I, it's, yeah. It's moments, but I just don't think. I, this is the problem with this sort of format. I suppose it sounds like we're only picking out the the negative yeah. things. We should maybe be slightly get say the positives as well when we're seeing this, so that it's not because, again, seeing it, they're on this list because they're nominated for top ten yeah. best mm. films. Therefore, but then again, we've got to we've got to compare against other ones. So uh-huh. you can almost have to highlight the flaws. For yeah, the reason why it's, you're it's, it's, it. we're highlighting the reason they're getting cut. So there's a flaw there, but we yeah, should yeah, repeat. We should. The positives, because like I'll say, I'm cutting this for the mm-hmm. negatives, mm-hmm. and you guys are coming in with uh, like, what was positive. So you do get uh-huh. it. And like what you said, yeah. I agree. It does have a nice, like, easy watching <clears throat> kind of lightheartedness to it. That is a fun. Uh, it's a. It's a. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's like a Saturday night, Saturday night oh, kind oh, of. Yeah. But no. a laugh. It's not like you know, it doesn't emotionally scar you. You know, it's just like. It's just a bit of a, a good laugh. I think it just wasn't as innovative or original as maybe it could have if it wanted to be like in this top ten. Right, we'll move on. Uh, Jen, oh. uh, I would like to remove it from this list. I, hmm, I don't know. I think it seems really early for it. Um, I, I'm in agreement. To be honest, as said on the previous podcast, for me it was not. A great movie. I felt it was kind of shot horror. It got bored, boring quite quickly, and for me, I was more interested in the kids, and I'd like to have just seen a story about them and not it. I think it would be a different scenario for me if it had been about that. Uh, I would agree with Fee. I, I really liked it. Um, if Pennywise wasn't in it, I think I would probably still like it. So for that reason, I, I would say I, I wouldn't say it's in the top ten. Um, okay. G- given the fact that it was a a scary movie about the clown, and the clown was my least favourite or my least scariest, but that's a pretty yeah. bad factor for. Aye, well, that is a relatively <laughs> significant <laughs> flaw. I wouldn't say it was a bad. I mean, I liked the look of Pennywise. He looked great. Um, I think it, in, it was in, just used for scare factor, and I was in isolation. A lot of the scenes were great. The only problem is they were there was so much of Pennywise and they were done to uh, the shock fa- factor. The, the element, yeah. the, the, so the you kind of the mystery and any of the the tension was kind of gone um, with his scenes, and obviously that means it is quite flawed in that respect. Fair enough, I can see why we would cut it. Uh, I would say early, but okay. If I'm the only one that's really I haven't seen it. it, it's on my list. It sounds like I may enjoy it, but you will. You definitely well. It's, de- it's, a, it's okay a good film. Yeah, no, it's it was a film really that film. I'm a massive fan of the TV film that came out in the ni- early 90s and although I was disappointed with this one it took me a second watch to kind of recalibrate as to what they were doing with this and um, I liked it there's more things I liked about it on the second watch 
but it looks like it's getting no support, so I'll uh, agree to cut it. Uh, Prashemic. Going alphabetically, the <laughs> film uh, does not need to be uh, alphabetically. Uh, no, I'm He's just Polish. She's Polish. I'm, I'm just keeping my order, so going from A to Z. And the first film that pops up, it, I haven't seen. It's not on my list. I've got no intention to ever see as Detroit. Oh, sorry. Uh, this no. is so Detroit is. I'm um, I'm gutted I didn't see this. Is Catherine Bigelow who's directed yeah. this, and um, I wish I'd seen it, but I haven't. I mean, I don't know how. <clears throat> I don't know how historically accurate it can be. I don't think it was ever proven in the terms of the the the, the no the so. murder that happened. So, but the, the what I would say is that it's the scene when they're in the house. And it's the, the the lineup. Yeah, is one of the most intense and brilliant scenes you'll ever, you'll ever watch. I saw it the second the second time, and I still felt Aye. incredibly nervous yeah. watching that scene. And yeah, it starts off kind of slow. Maybe you don't have so much sympathy for what's going on until the scene in the house. Yeah, and then everything changes, and the whole movie centers around that this house scene. Yeah, for, and it's about an hour. Oh, it's that's so long, yeah. but you don't realize an hour or so has passed because mm-hmm. it's so intense. You're so gripped on what's happened, and the actors are phenomenal. Really. Who's it? So it's John Boyega. Who's the Who's the cop? He's in. Uh, what's the one with Leonardo DiCaprio? In Harry Two, the next directed it. Oh, the Revenant. Aye. See the, see, the, see the boy with the eyebrows. Aww. The boy with the British eyebrows. Guy. Aye, you know you'll know who I'm talking about. He's got really, he's really. He's in where the Millers. Aye, he's got really pointy eyebrows. Will Powder. Will Powder, that's him. Yeah, he's he's, he's brilliant. Guy, yeah, yeah he he's was, absolutely brilliant. Was, it. Um, you really hated him. Aye, aye. So you're a fan of this film. Who else you've seen yeah, it? Yeah, no, I'm, it's a, I, it's in my top ten. And here. do you think this is too early for this film to get for cut? Me, From what I've heard about <coughs> it, it does sound like a really good film. And I'm just for, I, for me, for me, I would def, I wouldn't cut it straight away. Yeah, I, I, I would probably. I don't think it's in my top ten. But what but what would you say is is what's the? Let's not just talk about your own top tens. Let's talk about like the things that's good about it. The, it's the intensity. The, 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 the intensity that, that of it's it's build, it's building it up. Obviously, it's the the troubles in Detroit, um, and it's seen from different angles. It's seen from just guys that are just trying to find a party. It's seen from John Boyega's like a security guard hmm. who just ends up in the the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, and then it's obviously the, the Detroit Police Department that's portraying them as um, bullies. Yeah. And, and, you know, obviously there's the corruption power, and, abusing, and abusing power. So they all basically, a ton of events, some guy just shoots a blank gun, uh, a, a blank uh, round out a window. It's a toy gun. A toy gun, yeah. Aye. But the police gun. turn up and then it's like. They're adamant that it's a sniper. Yeah. And then there's a gun in the house, and they start raiding the house, and then they get a line up, they line everybody up against the wall until somebody admits that there's a gun in the house. But there isn't a gun in the but house. But there isn't anything. Uh, there's no reason for any of this to have happened, and it's showing but, how there's. Aye. A, but in terms, in terms of, in terms of, like tension, and edge of your seat. I don't know what's about to happen here. It's easily one of the most intense sequences in a film yes. that I've seen this year. The intensity is because what they do is take one by one each person into a room and pretend that they have actually shot and killed that person because they weren't telling them information. So the people outside who are lined up against the wall are unaware of any of this happening. Sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, I think we should keep it just now. 
Uh, from what you say, I don't think it sounds like the kind of film we can cut. Although all of these are obviously strong contenders, so it might come back around very quickly. I think for me, looking at the list, there's definitely ones I would cut before Detroit. So I'd like to see, I'd like to see how it stands up against some of the stronger categories later on. So I would say definitely don't cut right, it. We'll keep Detroit just now. Well, Bruce, I mean, why would you why would you say you've got no interest in seeing it? Because I watched a number of documentaries from the sixties about Detroit. And I know that uh, the director was following a certain agenda, so I'm definitely not interested in seeing. So this. was this just the? This is Catherine the Bigelow, the director. Yeah. That so there's a historical accuracy of it. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not. I'm not dis- disputing that uh, there might have been some good intense scenes, but as since this film's been advertised as a historically accurate portrayal of the events, I'm not. I'm not buying into it. Do you like Braveheart? No. <laughs> okay. I was home from it say yes. <laughs> right. I think that wasn't historically accurate. To be fair, I think you need to be careful if you're repeating history and stuff like that. I think yeah. so long as it, I don't mind it. So long as from the outset you're being. If it's if it's not, I mean, I, again, I've not really did any um, looking up on it. It's not something that piqued my interest to actually go and read up on. Um, but if you're talking about actually filmmaking and there's again there is that sequence it doesn't matter if it's real or not it's just it's brilliant yeah. so you're uh, you're more interested in the film aye, and aye. Rather, that as a piece of art aye. over yeah, the actual yeah. historical it a point of, of history like the feeling more than anything rather than historical accuracy necessarily yeah. it's the feeling of that time I think on that basis we should keep it just now and see where we end up in about five minutes time probably but um, <laughs> uh like I think it should stay on I think you've made some decent points to keep it on just now uh, so that's back to me then was that you who tried to cut yes, that? yes yes thanks you. Uh, is Brawl and Cell Block 99 the type of film that would make the top 10? who else has seen this? I've not seen it I feel yeah, like you are not, it. I've, not, I've actually not heard of it you're in a oh. difficult spot got, Scott because uh, I think you're the only you s- <clears throat> I've not seen it's it it's in his kind of this new renaissance he's going through with all these serious roles it's um, intriguing it's a movie I definitely want to see yeah, I want to see it I mean it's 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 daft right you know the actual the actual plot and the premise of it it's just it's it's far fetched but Vince Vaughn is just amazing in it. Yeah, he's, he's just he's absolutely brutal in it but he's just he's so laid back so not like Vince Vaughn bald he's got a big tattoo in the back of his head he looks like a, he looks absolutely crazy there's some intense scenes and it is brutal um, would I say it's in the top 10 uh, you really I mean, do I like this it. film I, I know it. I remember I you, you did hype this up and I'm gutted that I haven't seen it yeah. to see if because I feel like I'm now cutting it for that reason yeah. alone imagine see that see that see that how ridiculous and far-fetched almost John Wick is mm. imagine it's kind of like that except it's a guy going through like a prison system my kind of imagination of it is John Wick meets the raid a wee bit Aye. that sounds uh, amazing holy shit <laughs> which is why I really want to see Aye. it just Never got a chance. John Wick meets the raid. Imagine that. God. (laughs) Imagine the director for the raid did the next John Wick film. Not that I don't mind. I think it was. um, I don't. I think I. I was going to put it in the hidden gem. For me, it would have been a easy, easy win. The hidden gem. Um, You maybe should have because 
But some of the people the who you haven't heard of it, and it, yeah. might have, it might have been considered a hidden gem. It's, it's annoying. Yeah, it because been. I think yeah, it's, it's not a I think, see, if you'd seen that, I think you'd be sitting here. Does sound firmly again firmly on my side. Rocking back and forth, Absolutely. just mumbling yeah, top, top 10, top yes. 10, top 10. Yeah. <laughs> <So> Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, I, think, I think so. Unfortunately, You're, there's no tanks in it. Yeah. So I can't even hit you with that angle, but I think you would appreciate. Um, just how badass Vince Vaughn is. Do you it? feel it's too early for Brawl and Cell Block 99 to be cut? Or do you think it might be okay to cut it? I think, again, looking at it, there's there's ones there that I'd cut before it, so we'll keep it in. I don't think it'll meet the... I don't think it'll hit the top ten, but... Right, okay. Um, well, uh, I'll fail on that point then yeah. and let you cut a film. Um... I think the Lego Batman movie, purely for oh, me... Oh, God, that's right. Purely for me, only because... I love the Lego films I love Batman in the Lego films it just wasn't as strong as the Lego movie oh no I agree I mean it was me that put this on there as a top 20 definitely aye, I aye. had some right good laughs oh, it's it. brilliant. Yeah, um, some really hilarious random characters yeah. appeared which was quite entertaining for uh-huh. me but imp- not as good as the Lego movie. It's lost its originality. They're kind of doing the series to death now with Lego Ninja. Almost and- everyone I spoke to about this film because I haven't seen it again I'll have to own up on that uh, the impression I got from this film is that it starts off amazing and then dives off a cliff almost within about half an hour and the funny jokes stop happening. Is that? Uh, I didn't feel that. I didn't feel that. No, I mean, it's, 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 it was a good it's film. It's an enjoyable, through, definitely. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that was just the impression I got. I've spoken to a few people about it and that was kind of... It's kind worth of, watching for sure. Right. Like, it's yeah, a good, it's good laugh. It's good entertainment. I do, I, I, yeah, I want to see it. But as a top ten, Me. probably not. Uh, are we cutting it then? Yeah. Do you I'm, agree I'm, we can I'm cut it? Kashemi, it, yeah. thoughts? Have you seen it? Top 10? Nah, I've seen it, okay. But I'm not going to defend. I think that's a victory for me. Damn it, that's the one I was going to pick. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's probably the one I was maybe going to look at as well. <clears throat> uh, Fee then. Oh, uh, Free Fire. Going to cut that. Oh, God. So, as I said in previous podcasts, no first 20 minutes, really good entertaining dialogue. But then after that, it was like an hour, which felt like two hours of just really poor aiming of shooting. So the rundown in this movie is, is that a, a trade for guns and money? Yeah, and yeah it so, goes wrong. Yeah. And uh, they just pretty much spend most of the movie just shooting people with bad aims. It goes in limbs and then they're crawling about the floor and there's no funny dialogue anymore. Uh, just kinda, so that's a movie that went off a cliff for me. I must admit, given the I, I like films these days with a simple, um, almost daft mm-hmm. plotline. Like for example, John Wick, the yeah. kill, kill his dog and steal his car, he kills everyone. Yeah, yeah. I like a that. plot you can sum like, up within I, that. I, I like that. <laughs> I would, however, I'd agree with Fee in the fact it should be cut because it's nowhere near strong enough for a top ten. I loved it, yeah. but it's nowhere near strong I enough. I just didn't feel 10. it worked. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it should cut this early. I really liked it. Um, obviously, what's that? Why? Why did you really like it? I just thought for its simplicity, it was relatively original because you hadn't seen just such a a fun film that didn't take itself seriously. Mm-hmm. That it was just here, here's some crazy action. Go at it. It was a, a bit intense, yeah. And it did have in some intense moments, and the dialogue at the beginning, I thought it was no, brilliant. No, that's what I'm saying. But then you felt if that had continued, why mm-hmm. they were just stupidly shooting at one another then I could have got behind the movie. I think... But I think they forgot about the funny dialogue that they had, this interaction with each character at the start. And you 
kind of didn't remember uh, who was who. Uh, it just kind yeah. of all blurred into one for me, and it just got. It was too, too maybe too long. Maybe they dragged it out too long. If they'd kept it a bit shorter, maybe it would have stuck more for me. But. I get you. I do agree. The it stretched itself just slightly too thin. I think maybe another ten or fifteen minutes shorter might have been perfect for that kind of film. It was already a short. It wasn't like a long film. No. But, but then, felt, then you wonder should it have been a film? It should have just been some sort of weird yeah, one-off like show or something. Um, I like the ambition of it for such a simple premise, but. Uh, you liked it as well, didn't you? I enjoyed it, Stephen. So thanks for the recommendation. I honestly enjoyed it. It ticked a lot of my boxes. However, I see there are stronger contenders uh, for the top ten. Okay. We... I, would, I would cut. What would you say? Jen, have you seen it? I've not seen it, I'm afraid. Seen it. So Jen's a cut. But that <laughs> is... yeah, I'm, I'm really not feeling too He's bothered about it. Jen makes a cut, Steve. Uh, looks like we're cutting free fire then. Fucking assholes. <laughs> Good film. Yeah, oh, absolutely. highly recommend. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, the one person who's listening to this, we recommend you go and see it. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to go and see it, just see it on Netflix. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go and watch it on whatever watch way. Watch 20 you minutes, turn it off. <laughs> right, uh, Scott. I've already been this, Jim. Oh, is it we're going. Oh, is it me? Yeah. Um, I would probably remove. Spider-Man um, Sp- Spider-Man? I, I, yeah like what? I don't know what I, it wasn't on my top 10 personally but I mean I was a little bit nervous about them making another Spider-Man movie because it's the third edition within the space of maybe 10 years or it feels like that anyway however I went in with no expectation because of that and I actually did enjoy it I thought it was a f- decent Marvel movie it's just in terms of top 10 movies of 2017 it's 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 not that it's not a good movie but it's just not a top 10 I absolutely fully agree with you Jen like I was saying Spider-Man of all superheroes are is not my favourite at all and they've made so many of them I had no expectations this movie I did thoroughly enjoy it was really funny I loved the new take that they've done with it but as a top 10 I don't think so top 20 absolutely but uh- I have really strong feelings on this film. I really like this film. Having Marvel kind of come in and with and Sony uh, to try and bring Spider-Man into the, the the MCU, I thought worked really well. The cameos didn't feel forced; they felt natural with the MCU characters. Um, and I really liked the humor in this film. This is a film that I actually... I don't really laugh a lot out loud in films, but this film was one that I actually found myself laughing. The way they... Um, all the sort of, like, silly gadgets in the suit. Because Iron Man and like had loaded this suit with all sorts of over-the-top... Diff- like, 180, like, different ways to sling the web and stuff like that. I thought it was hilarious, and obviously he didn't know how to use it. I thought a lot, a lot of that was great. Um, the scenes with Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man... Um, I really liked and I just think I liked Michael Keaton as a villain for me Michael Keaton was the only strong 
thing about this film. Like, I enjoyed the film because of Michael Keaton's character. Remove Michael Keaton. It's just another Spider-Man film done to death. A further iteration. Th- this one is nothing di- new to see there. Move along. This though they didn't do any of the the stuff you've seen in Spider-Man films. The origin story. How did he become Spider-Man? None of that. They were just like, here you go, you Spider-Man. That's it. Yeah. Don't yeah. need to know about Uncle Ben. Well, He's already dead. Yeah, absolutely, but just they, they, knew, they knew that that, that reaction was going to exist. I think, oh, I really know. I, I can't, like, I can't I'm agree glad to cut they it. didn't do the origin, origin, I can't speak, origin story. Um, <laughs> like, I'm glad they didn't do that. And like I say, I, like I say, I was genuinely surprised at how much I enjoyed it. I did really enjoy it as a film. I just, I'm just not. I just I can see some stronger contenders yeah, up there. That's more all. Original it's not that it's not a good film. On there that I would I would vote for over. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, I liked it. It ticks every box in terms of your Marvel film, yep. comedy, action. Yeah. You know, I agree with Prashemik. Michael Keaton, love him. It was by far the strongest point in it. After I seen it, I think I remember saying to you, Steve. I actually didn't really like Tom Holland. I, he annoyed me after a while. His voice annoyed me after a while. He was—I know Spider-Man is high pitch. Was he in pig, um, pilgrimage? He's in pilgrimage. I yeah. saw pilgrimage. Oh, I liked right, okay. It. Uh, okay, let's talk about pilgrimage. <laughs> I thought you would like that. I thought you would like that. Uh, imagine that film except Vince Vaughn in a prison. That's that's bro. So about um, But no, Spider-Man Homecoming for me. I mean, I, I liked it. I, I can't say it was bad. Um, mm. Certainly, it's not in my top ten. Um, so, is it four against one? I mean, if I'm looking at if I'm looking at the other films, there's another Marvel uh, film in there at Thor. Thor for me is a better film than Spider-Man. Ooh, so, no, I, I would actually say Spider-Man was better than. Is that right? Yeah. Spider-Man. No, Spider-Man. I, I preferred Thor. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed Thor more than Spider-Man. I'm the opposite. To me, Spider-Man was one of the best films I've seen this year. I was really impressed by it. Uh, not the best best film I've seen this year, but uh, twenty seventeen. I mean, sorry. I would disagree with the best film. I'm not the best. I'm saying it's one of the best, and within the top ten range, I would put it. Um, I, I would I would go for cutting it. Um, as I say, it's it's one of these films I would you would put on and you would enjoy it any time. Yeah. I just don't think it was in my top ten. But it's not in my best not gonna have yeah, I mean, like, I, I love a Marvel film. Aye, like, I'm, a, I'm all for... I know you're not a big superhero fan, Fee, but I, I do love a superhero film. The scene like, when... Like, I'm not saying it's a bad film at no, all. I, I, Michael I Keaton has realised that he's Spider-Man. That scene in the car, I thought was amazing. Oh, it's good. The yeah. dialogue and the, the way but that... But again, if you, if you... As Prashemik said, if you take Michael Keaton out of that film... The, the stuff with the suit though it was no, great I, was I just thought it was hilarious Iron Man is such stuff. a perfectionist and tinkering away at this suit that he overloaded it with all sorts of ridiculous unnecessary like web shooters and all sorts I thought yeah, it was hilarious I think I'm an old fashioned Spider-Man kind of gal I just well, like you wanted the to be organic shooting webs that'll do and me and if I like Spider-Man no, I, I like to begin with that's what made me actually like this movie because it was a new take on it so yeah what you're saying I, I did I, I loved those aspects of it this crazy suit that yeah, it just it was so but unnecessary. Again, it's just not like a a top ten for me. It's it's a really good entertaining movie, and as somebody that doesn't like Marvel, it's a lot coming from me saying that was good. But just there's so many other movies on there that I think are more original. Yeah, and were have more clout to it than another Marvel movie. I think so it should have been yeah, called uh, Iron Man Four: Introducing Spider Man. Yeah, I can't see what you mean. Yeah, Iron Man also, Apprentice. 
and yeah. as well as that it might be because it reminded me of this is probably not going to help its case for you guys but like Buffy the idea of this superhero that's also dealing with school and all that kind of stuff done to death again it doesn't have to be it's not done to death I'll I'll give you the analogy like I never liked Spider-Man and I never liked Captain America after watching Captain America Civil War and Winter Soldier Captain America is my favorite superhero. After watching three different uh, Spider-Man franchises, I'm still not converted. So, I'm sorry. I love the character. I, mean, I, I love Spider-Man. Like, fan. I mean, I loved the cartoon yeah. as a kid and stuff like that. Like, I'm a big Spider-Man fan, but... And I like the fact that Spider-Man was actually played by a child this time, which was... I, I like this take. I think it's much more light-hearted. It's more... It's, it's like funny, obviously, we've touched on that. Um, it's a film that doesn't... The stakes aren't the end of the world. It's just... It's yeah, because Tobey... Was Tobey Maguire not, like, 40? Tobey Maguire was, like, uh, in his 30s. Uh, Andrew like, Garfield was 30. Yeah. essentially an emo as well. It was just nothing yeah. like... Not that they weren't... I kind of enjoyed those films, too. Like, I'm not taking it away from them. Like, we'll I, forget about Spider-Man 3. I've oh, that's yeah, terrible. We don't, we don't yeah. talk about... Uh, first three were decent but on this one I liked this this was um, a better version of the character what are you (laughs) what are you trying to do for the the purposes of anyone are you trying to move us on is that what you're saying (laughs) (laughs) Prashemik's trying to teach his sign language and what he's saying is basically Spider-Man should be cut (laughs) am I right Prashemik basically there's no there's four voices saying cut it shouldn't come down to a vote it should come down to a passion and a powerful argument it shouldn't come out always you, into you a failed vote. in that you've not, you've not convinced right okay yeah. okay Spider-Man Homecoming then I you shouldn't be cut do you want to Stephen, keep it and see no. how it goes hey, later hey, on Atomic Blonde I was cool about it I let it go like it's a, I think uh, do you know what actually I think a good idea would be because when I mentioned I preferred Thor there was a couple of uh, objections to that so why don't we keep it on the list and then actually compare the both of them okay yeah. like, or even just can we just cut both of them now no uh, <laughs> should no. we throw Guardians in there as well and have a Marvel off sorry Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is in there as well so let's have a Marvel a Marvel off yeah well, we a Marvel off so it sounds like we're going to just cut them all that seems a bit yeah, weird so I personally wouldn't have Marvel in my top 10 no. but yeah, I just don't feel the original movies anymore, so I just don't feel they would ever make it. Well, there's definitely thing. a Marvel film on there that's in my top ten. Right, sorry. What film? It's we- my turn. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, this is getting turn. cut. Right, sorry, Pashemic, what were you cutting then? Like uh, hidden one. Figures. Oh, God. I've not seen it. This is a tough, tough podcast. Ah, why, why are you cutting it? I've not seen it. I've seen the trailer. I never sparked any interest, to be honest. It's an amazing story. I've actually, I've not seen it. I wish I had seen it though. Yeah, I've not seen it. This I, is... I do want to watch it. I don't know whether it would have ever featured in my top ten because I've not seen it. But it did. It seemed like an interesting story. It's a remarkable film. Um, this is NASA and sort of employed their first black woman essentially, and um, they were employed as what they called computers, and they were just like, I don't know, data. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, processors the processors essentially um, it just shows you the, the kind of turmoil they have to go through and the, the inbuilt prejudice in their kind of uh, how, how it was systemic in, in NASA and they just didn't realise it there's a brilliant scene in Hidden Figures where the lead character um, but basically she goes on her break and her supervisor basically says you can't you're, you're taking too long your break 
but because of the segregation in terms of the toilets, the white toilet is literally just outside the door, but the black toilet is... Oh, they called it colours. Colours toilet, sorry, it's, it's... out the out the so way across the campus miles yeah, away or yeah. not miles but a, a long so, distance so she has to keep traversing across the entire campus every time she goes to the toilet in pouring rain yeah. and comes back soaking and then gets into trouble for taking so long on her toilet break yeah. and there's a really poignant moment when Kevin Costner he hears this and then basically just rips down the you know I don't know if it's like a sign basically for, for white people mm-hmm. he basically just rips that down and says everyone will use that toilet so she's not losing time kind of thing so it was basically it's, just it sounds that. like so a, I would say it's kind of I guess got a similar topic as Detroit, Detroit. yeah so it's something that's seen both I've seen what, both what would you would you I mean it shouldn't come I mean it couldn't just cut Detroit? one based on I think they, I mean they're they're different different. is there a top 10 film of the year oh I think maybe I think yeah potentially so for me, uh, the reason why I asked that question is because Detroit, for me, is one of my top ten yeah. movies. Like, I, I think love that movie, so someone, and I also am intrigued by Hidden Figures, so that's why I pose that question. Has somebody seen both? You guys would need to sell that to Fee for yes. her to keep for it. me to mm. be on your side out the two movies. It's, a, it's two different. Ah, it's two They're different. Very different. It's, Detroit is so it's grim, it's intense. It's you know it's. Hidden Figures is more of a it's a it sounds like it's a heavier film from the subject matter sort of prejudice and race mm. but it's actually told with a slight light yeah. touch to it yeah, which I mean, is I, I quite like space so uh, you know you, you don't need to sell me too much yeah <laughs> well obviously yeah but like it doesn't feel like it's trying to preach to you it it's just a, happens to show it it's basically uh, like an underdog story um, it's a really likeable film and the performances are great the women the chemistry between them all is brilliant as well they've got a kind of light hearted natural chemistry very well cast um, and Kevin Costner is, is, a, is great as well um, do you know who's brilliant and actually Kirsten Dunst she's alright she, she's she, probably she, the, she the close the un, yeah. she, she's like the kind of unlikable mm. white boss and it was I didn't actually recognise it was her until quite a bit in the film she plays probably the closest thing to a, a villain in it yeah. in terms of she's the most uh, she holds up the sort of white um, prejudiced kind of viewpoint hmm. the, others, the others are a bit more ignorant of it like um, him from Big Bang Felix oh Jim Parsons Jim Parsons is in it oh he's good in it and um, he makes life difficult for them as well um, I, I, I really liked it I feel like it, it's way too early for it to get cut I would agree yeah uh, yeah, it sound, as I said, it's something that really intrigues me. It yeah. sounds, from what you're saying, it's possible, so... Are we also moving on from that and come back to it again? We'll move on then. Right. Uh, me... Uh, I'm, to. <laughs> I, can't, I still can't believe Kong Skull Island's on this, but... Um, no, no. <laughs> This is difficult. These are a lot of you great films. You said they all deserve to be here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll have a top 33 then. Um, split. Is Split really a top 10 no. film? No. Haven't um, seen it. Haven't seen it. It's different, but as we said in previous podcast, I felt that um, James McAvoy was probably the best thing in this movie. Yeah. He was the only thing in this film. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was brilliant. Um, but because that was really the only thing that was great about the movie, he did get 
his character kind of got boring quite quickly and then it did kind of take a bit of a weird bizarre turn last 10 minutes went from you know a guy with split personalities to a guy that can morph into an alien almost and it was a bit hmm Uh, I I liked it though if if you're a fan of James McAvoy and Nigel it's probably James McAvoy's well I wouldn't say best performance but it's as a, as a lead standalone character he was mm-hmm. I thought he was brilliant in it and he definitely carries the film it's nowhere here top Filthy's probably his best what's that? yeah Filthy I sorry, agree sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Aye. Um, it's a, a great actor role because of yeah. because what of he the has diff- to do. different characters and stuff he is brilliant at it he carries it it's not a top 10 film no no chance right so we're cutting split then yes <laughs> Scott Uh Let's get controversial. Let's cut Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't think this is going to be as controversial as you thought. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was going to be clear cut. Yeah, I think I thought Jeremy was going to put up more of a fight here. Uh, I can't be arsed. I have an issue though with us cutting <laughs> that. Too much pizza. Too pizza yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling very stodgy right now. I'm, um, How can we I'm cut that before Skull Island? Because it was an outright bad film. It's I mean, I disagree with that. Yeah, I disagree with that. It pissed all over the franchise. It did not. I disagree with that. Star Wars, there was no urine involved. Remember, I think we agreed that Star Wars was on the most disappointing. Right. Yeah, that was the most disappointing. But he's saying it's a bad film, as in worst film t- territory. Uh, I wouldn't say it's the worst. The a film worst can still be disappointing, but a decent watch, which is exactly what that film is. It's not even I a would, decent watch. Right, Steve. I'd watch it again, so... Right, Steve. Basic premise, is that in your top ten? It's not in my top ten. Right, okay. So I think it's I, I just have an issue with it being like cut off before Kong Skull Island I would agree I think I, if I was to watch both I'd rather watch Star Wars again I'd rather watch Kong, Kong Skull Island <laughs> right okay well Star we're cutting Star Wars episode 8 The Last Jedi yeah. wow I'll do that Fee what are we cutting are you okay can you see it's just the drugs it's yeah, okay Kind of uh, oh, okay, so yeah, just watched this quite recently. So, uh, Kingsman 2, the Golden Circle. For me, it mm. yeah, it was a, a good, light-hearted movie. I did enjoy it. I wouldn't say it, it's awful or anything. The first one for me, much better, much stronger, really original. <clears throat> the second one I felt was a wee bit more predictable at times, um, and didn't really have as much of a comedy aspect as I felt the first one did because it was quite original. The first one. So I wouldn't say it's an awful movie. It is really good. I did enjoy it. Good light-hearted entertainment, but not a top ten of 2017. I would agree. I think I think Kingsman two sort of was a victim of trying too hard to be as as good as the first. Yeah, it was just never going to. Don't get don't get me wrong. I loved it. Yeah, no, it was I good. loved it. Yeah, I did enjoy it. This I just, film I, was in my top ten for a long time in this year, and then all of a sudden, I, I watched a lot of other films at the very end of twenty seventeen, and it sort of fell out my top ten. I love the use of Elton John in this film. <laughs> yeah. I think it was the <laughs> best cameo, if you can call it. I suppose yeah. it's more of a ca- it was a character in it essentially, yeah. but he was brilliant and in the best use. That was the you know the humor of the film was most of his scenes. Um, I love the choreography, things like that. I love the scene when uh, Meat Grinder. I love the Meat Grinder scene. Oh, I love the scene when Mark Strong. Who's he, who does he play again? What's the name? Galahad. Galahad. Oh, yeah. See when he uh, sacrifices himself. Mm-hmm. 
and he's singing Country Roads yeah <laughs> that scene I absolutely loved it sang the actually, same song actually and get, I actually get goosebumps when he started singing it and walking it loved it yeah I, yeah, I really enjoyed I this really one I really like yeah, this one it was a really good movie just not as good as the first I would agree one. it's not, not as good as the first uh, and I, I would probably cut it do we all feel that way? That was in my top ten Oops. purely because of the ridiculous premises and almost like double villain in the film. You thought you knew who their villain was, but it wasn't entirely just the only villain in the film. There was another person with Oh yeah, with, actually that's with his own agenda. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that. Uh, yeah. It's just ridiculousness of the premises. The American president locking people up in the cages in a stadium and rolling his hands, thinking when he's gonna get rid of all the junkies. Should maybe keep this just now on the list. I was in my top ten, but it doesn't have to be on your. Do you think it should be cut just now? Yes. Yes. Jen, are we cutting it? I liked it. I thought it was a great. I thought it was a strong film. I enjoyed it, but again, I think they're stronger on this list. Yeah. Okay, so we're cutting the King- Kingsman the Golden Circle. Alright. <laughs> you sound raging. We're cutting. <laughs> I wanted to keep it. Okay, okay. We'll cut what? We're going to I go. wanted to keep it. You sounded like you were arguing for getting cut. No, no I, he was I, arguing to keep it. I you thought, said you, I thought you said it was in my. Uh, did you say it was in your top 10? I said it wasn't my oh, top sorry, 10. Sorry, the language barrier. <laughs> sorry. I, I, I actually thought you said it wasn't in my top 10. That's right, I thought, I thought you said it. I was like, alright, okay, no, no, so it's It wasn't in my top 10. So maybe we should put it back in then. So don't, but you wanted to cut it because no, it's not I, I in didn't your top want, 10 anymore. Um, it was like 11. Yeah, so it's not in your top 10. I don't feel that, that because <laughs> like if somebody else agrees with me that it's in their top 10, that means it should probably be, there's a good point to be made that but it's close. I don't feel like yeah, films are just out. Tennessee, so we could be here all night. All right. Yeah, all right. Let's move on. Let's cut it then. Right, okay, so who was it cut that? Me. So, Jen. Okay. Oh, the sing-along starting. <laughs> do you like that? What should we cut? Do it in a... Sing what you're cut, cutting. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't seen this film. I don't think I was particularly bothered to see it. So that's why I'm going to say to cut it. Manchester by the Sea. Hmm... Uh, so I, ha- I have seen it um, it obviously won an Oscar I can see why it won the Oscar but I wouldn't have it in my top 10 it was kind of it wasn't a story about mu- it wasn't much that happened it was just mm. a kind of it's one of those slow burner yeah, a, a, a it's the most honest mo- film yeah. I've seen where it just feels like it was maybe a camcorder watching right. people mm-hmm. just talking and the sort of difficulties that life brings on. It so, wasn't the best for escapism because it was very kind of real. Very, yeah. um, I, I, I do. I love movies like that, and I did enjoy Manchester by the Sea. But it wasn't like, oh my god, you must go see Manchester by the Sea. Mm-hmm. It didn't have that kind of. I think sometimes the Oscar buzz can kind of ruin that a wee bit. There's a bit too much hype around a film. I think it was a. I thought it was a really good film. Top ten. I can. Ag- Agree to cut it, yeah. It, but that's what I mean. I agree. It's a great, it's a great movie. Definitely something to watch. Haven't seen it. Haven't heard anything to convince me otherwise to keep on the list. As Fiona said, it's not the film that shouts out, "Oh, you must see me." On that, on that list, I'd probably say it's one of the most like heart wrenching. Mm. Yeah, it's very it's much so. it hits you. Yeah. When you find out, obviously, 
what happened to him it's like yeah wow and, and again but it's 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 a very hard watch Mm-hmm. Do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah, it's it's a long it's a long film, and it, if you're putting this film on to sit and you know eat nachos and cheese sauce on Saturday <laughs> night and enjoy yourself, you're not going to be enjoying yourself for mm-hmm. a while because it's you're very get, very. It, 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 for some it does yeah, come yeah. down to taste in the end, yeah. and my taste doesn't usually cater to the kind of film Manchester by the Sea is a, a bit too realistic for I love me. Realistic movies like I I do love this sort of thing. Um, one of my favourite movies of all time is a film called Station Agent. Um, really not a big movie nobody mm, really never heard of it, it. Um, what's the guy from Game of Thrones Peter Dinklage yeah he's in it um, so what happens is he works in a train shop guy passes away that owns it and has gives away this um, old station house to him to go and live in so he, he walks there and it's just a story about him trying to learn to interact with people because he is a dwarf so people aren't used to seeing him, so he's not used to interacting with people. And then he moves into this station house and three people that live nearby really want to be his friend. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to just learn to adapt yeah. to being with people. So nothing major really happens. Just the story just, of him walking to a shop uh, and back. But just but the performance, the mood. And it's, the just, it's a beautiful film. So films yeah. like this really appeal to me and it is a good movie. Like, yeah. It's not something I'm going to shout out to you. Yeah, absolutely, go see this. No, yes. I it, kind of, it reminded me of. Have you seen I Daniel Blake? No, yeah. but I've heard. I've heard. So I Daniel yeah. Blake is so grim, it's so real and morbid, uh, but it's brilliant in the yeah, same sense. But you just it wouldn't be a date night movie. <laughs> no. And it's the same in Manchester by the Sea. You need to be in the mood for it. So a brilliant film. Uh, no, I wouldn't have been my top ten. I don't think. It, I still have an issue with cutting it <laughs> before after Coming Skull Island. Before ah, see, Skull see, Island. Fair, I, I would agree with Steve on this point. I think should we, cutting, we revisit? Cut, cut I think we should just on the principle that Manchester by the Sea, 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 Sea Shells, Sea Shells. Yes, Manchester by the Sea. Let's keep it and see what happens. Was that Sean Connery or Ben? Uh, Kong Skull Island Right, I, I'm going for cutting Kong Skull Island If we're cutting Manchester by the Sea I've not seen it so. I'm and I would cut Spider-Man before Manchester by the oh, Sea Oh no, wait, 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 wait. We didn't, That wasn't part of this <laughs> agreement Let's do Kong Skull Island What would you say is the better film, Steve? The better film Manchester by the Sea Or, or, or Spider-Man Or Spider-Man mm-hmm. <laughs> Spider-Man Really? Yes, so, undoubtedly oh, No, Manchester by the Sea is much more original it's, to me, it's a lot more emotion okay, in that movie. To me, Spider Man, which is like a good popcorn movie, but if, not, a, not a top 10. I don't think originality has to make the film good. If it we're talking about performances and character development and things like that, then. Manchester by the Sea still wins in that, though. You feel I think, I think the things the that Spider Man does. The impact it has, the humour, had more of an effect on me than Manchester by the Sea. Really? Well, I think my pers- my personal... I think this is where taste comes into it. I prefer to come away from a film laughing and feeling good than a bit kind of, oh, let's put on something to change the mood a bit kind of thing. And uh, that's why it's... I don't know. I, I recognise as a piece of art, a piece of filmmaking, amazing achievement. I think achievement. something that you connect with. It doesn't matter yeah. if you come out happy or sad from a movie. Did you connect with it? Did it... Did it- 
give you did you come away with something from that movie that's what matters and both and you but these are both more, great films though that's yeah, the thing yeah, that I well, did with Spider-Man yeah I'm not going to disagree with that as I said I really enjoyed it I thought it for me one of the best it is the best Spider-Man movie they've made love lots of things about it but if I'm comparing it with Manchester by the Sea I just think there's a lot more I mean, I don't think in most scenarios you wouldn't ever have to compare these two films. They are completely. I am loving this debate right now. It's a weird debate to have. Um, I just. I don't think you can straight compare two films like that. They're. I mean, as much as this is a category for best film and what. I mean, we will kind of have to at some point when we number those top ten. It's worth noting though that these are two very different categories, and it is very difficult to compare. I think I'll say this: they both excel at what they're trying to do Manchester yeah. by the Sea yeah. makes you feel connected to these characters makes you feel that like you've got to know them within that time frame of the film Spider-Man for me hits all the humour and, and worked getting him into the Marvel Cinematic Universe you seem like you want I to I would see keep something. Manchester by the Sea purely because I'm now intrigued to see the film and uh, I would probably pick a humour in either Guardians or The Four over humour in Spider-Man Okay. Okay, so we're cutting Scott Kong Skull Island then, I know. <laughs> <laughs> How did we go into Spider Man? We're talking about Kong Skull Island. We're on Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, we, need some, we need some order in here. Let's talk, order. About, let's talk about Kong Skull Island. So, should we just cut Spider Man now? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it's going to get cut, doesn't it? I feel it? like we're on this conversation we're cutting all light-hearted superhero movies exactly that's the thing i have a problem with that though <laughs> because it should so be still i think left it does once we've removed spider-man i think spider-man's the best of those type of films mm-hmm. no okay we'll, we'll keep we'll keep spider-man but I, I strongly feel that kong shouldn't be on that list. yes it's not nowhere near the top i agree yet. on that neither should spider-man <laughs> <laughs> right kong we'll talk about kong here I've not seen it, so... I thought the film was tonally all over the place with the characters, and... It was just average, it's just an, it's an average, yeah. average monster flick, they never progressed the characters, they tried to just give you Kong straight away. It's not a, a film of characters, the film is but, setting but, but, up this you should scene. Still the thing is, what the Kong, it's got, it's got he a, is the main got, character. But it's got a huge well, cast. Why, why do we have the humans in it then? Are they just meant to be to thrown be about? To be killed? ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
the, the commandos type or they weren't uh, commandos but they were kind of like that imagine aliens right all those marines uh, they all had interest in dialogue and they weren't and they only had a few lines some of them had a few lines but they all contributed really well and really memorable really quotable what lines were really quotable in Kong Skull Island none I can't remember of any I remember Kong I don't remember any character names I don't remember anything remotely interesting that, about the characters because they were all fodder but you want, you still want something to connect to I think the only characters that weren't I mean it was quite evident that Tom what's his face I'm and Brie Larson, Larson yeah. were your main characters so you knew they were going to survive so any other character I wasn't that bothered about because I kind of figured they were canon fodder did you think that, bar your Samuel L. Jackson yeah, but type. did you think well, I, did, I thought there was absolutely no chemistry between those two yeah no there wasn't no and for me for me when there was there's a, when there's a big emphasis on but it wasn't really it didn't really it didn't really turn into anything I think that sometimes could be a though? good thing to like be honest why does every film have to have um, romance yeah, I'm, I'm cool I'm romance I'm not meaning I'm not meaning chemistry I think romance, if, if it went the opposite where they have a kiss at the end no, or something I'm not talking mean. about romance I'm talking about just actually they gelled as actors and on screen if you have two big cast actors uh and you don't really develop them you're not really using them what's what's the point of them being there I went to the cinema to see Kong and I, I got, got it in droves and I went left cinema satisfied I just did not care about every not, single character you, you, you want to see Kong versus Godzilla so just from sounding everything I mean you're not selling it to me it wasn't one that I was really fussed about seeing from the sounds of things that you are saying Jen not put that in your top ten um, Kong Scott, it, well, yeah. it, it was, it, I think it was me that added it to the list so I can't remember if it was in my top 10 or my top 20 but uh, in terms of actually getting it cut I'm actually not that bothered what I'll say is that there's other films up here that I will fight for a lot more than the ones yeah, that yeah. we've so far discussed okay I think you've given it its due. It's Some would say film. more than it probably deserves, <laughs> but uh, I'm kidding. No, but uh, it's one of those things. That I, another thing for me for a film that I like is that, well, would you watch it again? Would you buy it on DVD? Blah, 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 blah. We've watched this film after the cinema. Like, right. we watched okay. it again. It's the one of the, It was a Saturday night, and we were like, oh, which can I actually watched Godzilla after that film, too. <laughs> and do you prefer oh, which one? I love them both. All right, okay. No, Godzilla. <laughs> and I've not watched Kong again. Right. Uh, we've, caught, we've caught a film finally. But it wasn't the one that was. That was the one that was. Yeah, uh, what about Manchester by the Sea? I think it was the only way to move on in this whole thing. Now that we can feel better about it. Um, so who who's cut was, was the Manchester? It was me. Trying to cut Manchester by the Sea. So <laughs> we should we go back to that. Eventually, just cut. Uh, right, Kong. You now can and we cut, cut Manchester by the Sea? <laughs> well, let's see what Prochetti wants to cut. I think pretty much you were just holding Manchester up by the Sea because. Uh, Kong. Kong wasn't cut, so we've cut that. <laughs> I would, I would what would keep, you want to cut? I would keep Manchester by the Sea over Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, right. right, let's get... Is there any other films you want to cut other than to come back to the same argument? Yeah, I, do, I, I don't know what mo- uh, Moonlight is. <sighs> Moonlight's a good, good uh, film. Again, yeah. I, I would probably say that like, Moonlight is in the same category as Manchester yeah. by the yes, Sea. Yes, I'm real, it's... It's not real. It, it was a cultural, again, significant. It's an all-black cast this time, and it's um, the story is. It's basically a, a boy uh, grown up. Uh, he's unsure who he is uh, in terms of his so sexual orientation, yeah. so he's he's it's a coming of age kind yeah. of film. He has a, a gay experience with one of his pals. Um, 
that kind of follows him through. So it's, it's, you see him as a he's a young boy, mm-hmm. then a teenager, and then basically like a grown man. So it takes um, you through his life, and it's yeah. it's a really powerful film. It does feel like it has it's a harrowing story. Aye, uh-huh. aye, um, a lot of great character actors um, I mean essentially like, nothing nothing major I mean, happens in it it's just yeah. a really engrossing really well portrayed it's probably how to- any young child would feel aye, about aye. that situation mm-hmm. yeah, it's just yeah. getting you to understand just try to understand what yeah. they're Something feeling that you would never maybe yeah. relate to normally and as a as a man I think he I think he he went to jail um, he doesn't really fit in in the in the world and then he eventually just eventually tracks down his friend who he had the gay experience with we're essentially outlining the entire film right now it's good though because I didn't as long as you're okay hearing those spoilers is it on anyone's it's about to me it's the exact same I think I preferred Moonlight over Manchester by the Sea slightly in terms of the in terms of the heart wrenching gut wrenching aspect Manchester by the Sea would take it yeah I would prefer that too Moonlight's a better watch E- yeah, it's e- an easier, easier watch, watch. sorry. Aye, it's an yeah. easier watch. Nicer uh, story, I suppose. Yeah. In the aye. Manchester by the Sea, yeah, it was definitely. It's grim. Uh huh. Brilliant, it's, it's brilliant, but grim. Yeah. It's not one that you forget. Based on the merits, you've sold me Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight is just meh. In fact, Prashemic, probably, I remember you were fighting for Hacksaw Ridge with the, with the image of that battle. Yeah. There's a pa- point in Manchester by the Sea when you find out. I'm not ruining it for you, but there's a point where you find out why Casey Affleck's character's so, you know, down yeah. and his life's went tits up. It's you know, it's that moment where it's like it takes you back. You're, you're right. taking it back. I'm sold on it. Right. So, okay. I um, think we can keep Manchester by the Sea on the list. Moonlight. I would keep Moonlight on the list. Yeah. Moonlight for me, I think it's. Is it your top ten? It's. It could be. It's, it shouldn't just be if it's on your top 10 it should just be is it close to your top 10 at least yeah it's definitely I think it's, it's, definitely. it's, pretty, it's pretty close but in fact it's in my top 10 I, I don't have it I didn't have it originally in my top 10 it is close it is a good watch but then as you say talking in comparison to Manchester by the Sea I would have that over that mm-hmm. so I would be okay cutting it I think I actually I, it's a difficult one I'm trying to look at the list and there's um, there's a lot of big hitters that when you think about a top 10 I suppose we have to be brutal at this point we're narrowing down to the top 10 still have 20 to go it's gonna be a long night I know everyone got their pillows and everything See if you told me I could have brought my PJ. Yeah. Um, I'll just strip down I'll just strip down naked. Well, I mean, we're all just in our, our underwear anyway just now, so I never naked. Nobody so needs to know. There's so much body hair. Right. Um <laughs> what what do we feel from what Scott's what was said about Moonlight, does how do we feel? What do you feel for the feet? I ever so yeah, I like Manchester by the Sea would win over the I know I, I mean Moonlight is a cut. Like it is close and then I'm thinking I was going to cut Manchester by the Sea but I would rather keep that over Moonlight so I would I don't think we should compare them though just as a no, film I'm just Moonlight as a whole list like it's really close it is a close one but I'd rather see Manchester by the Sea I think in a top 10 than I would Moonlight so But you can you can technically have two I'm convinced by Fiona's no, there's others argument. on there that I would rather have as well so it was, it was I'm not convinced on the borderline. by a story of someone who's confused 
about his own sexuality. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just not buying. I mean, into when, it. You say, when you say it like that, I mean that, that reduces like, it that really. Aye, aye. Oh, that's really reductive. Though. I think it is. That's aye. that's it's a brilliant. Like in terms of, he's grown up with uh, uh, his mother is a drug addict, prostitute, yeah. um, really hard upbringing. Um, it shows his difficulties in school film. and things Absolutely like that. It's a brilliant film, and there's no yeah. way it can get cut if. Um, Kong is not there. I was looking for Kong Skull Island there. I was like, where is it? Where is it? Well, I've never, is, I've not seen This is going to be hard, too, but, but I don't know. I'm swaying. I think we've made a good point for Moonlight and we've given it some due. With the amount of great films also on the list that I, I'm willing to bat for, I'm oh, kind of I think we should, I think we should, we should wait and move on. That, that's what I would say. Steve? Yep. Right, so uh, if you want to cut it, then by all means, I, I just think it is. Where does fences sit on this? Like, the, how do we feel about fences? Who's seen it? I've seen it. No. Um, fences again. If you're if you're looking at that, see if you're if you're the trifecta film. of the slow yeah. realistic yeah. film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, his character was. Uh, I mean, Den- Denzel, Aye, Den- Denzel, Wash- Denzel Washington's brilliant in it. No, he is. He's, he's very good. You do believe that he is that character in Aye. that movie, absolutely. But um, it was weird because I didn't really know it was a play. But, Aye, so originally I it was a play. Then for like 20 minutes into this movie, I was like, this feels like it's been a play. It's yeah. written like a play. Yeah. The, the dialogue like is constant. Yeah. And then obviously after watching it, I was like, oh, so it was a play. That's quite original. It sounds th- completely different. Um it's such a it's such a like strong performance from Denzel Washington like you hate him yeah you but do you, but yeah. you feel sorry for him yeah no, you know you're, you're, con- you're conflicted like you're, yeah, he's, a, he's yeah. an absolute bastard in it to his son um, and his wife um, but oh absolutely you, you still kind of she deserves a medal in that aye, aye. <laughs> really. Um and it's all basically set in their backyard it's all set in their, their like it's another movie that not a lot happens aye, aye, it's just a aye, story just a, this family aye, yeah. um, story. what actually happens which one would I want to watch Detroit Fences or Hidden Figures knowing Detroit. your sensibility sounds Detroit would be the one you'd want to watch but then again you didn't like the idea of this I think you would I'm sold on Denzel Washington I'm yet to see a horrible film with Denzel Washington I'm actually a big fan of his he's a great actor have you seen De- Deja Vu of course have, Have you seen, seen Deja Vu? Oh, no. You're As a top ten movie... Are we I'm cutting not, fences? Yeah, I'm not... I'm, I loved it, the fact that it was different and Denzel was, was really good in it, but it wasn't, like, a massively outstanding movie of the year. Oh, it, didn't, it didn't blow me away. No. Like, I'm, I'm more convinced to see fences over hidden figures by purely because of what you said, because it's set... It's no. It's shot as a as a play, and all One the set. characters are. Comp- there is. I mean, say, saying that. I mean, it's there's some intense scenes with Denzel Washington. It's it's, it's dialogue heavy. Oh yeah. But there's some. There's some. In, ah, I talks a lot. There's some. There's some <laughs> intense scenes. He's basically just. Exp- it's almost like, you know, the son doesn't appreciate. It's almost like the, the the boy doesn't appreciate what he's doing. But Denzel Washington, every scene he's in, he's basically just telling stories about. You know, this is my house. Uh, yeah, well, I think you know, it's this, more like you know, um, he had a failed baseball career, and yeah. his son wants to make himself a, a, a football 
Um, so he's kind of disgruntled and yeah. bitter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he doesn't want his son to succeed because he's kind of messed up because he, got, he was too old. And he's the, and the boy's got so to follow his rules. It's his house, you know, tells him stories about what he did and the boy's just kind of like... Yeah, it's less definitely thing, kind of thing. Denzel suffered for who he is, yeah. but his son, now it's a different era, his son's got more yeah. chances and more opportunities and there's a kind of bit of a drugs match. So Manchester by the Sea, Moonlight, Fences and Hidden Figures, basically same film with different <laughs> actors. I mean, <laughs> well if you see that, at, at that point we're just going to relegate the CGI uh, film to the slow film, to, I mean, <laughs> we're talking about how they excel and captivate more, you I would say Fences really isn't about that though it's more about the family Aye. and what happens so although there's a bit of a grudge between him and his son um, he also does something horrendous to Aye, a wife, wife. who's doted yeah. on him for what 20 odd years or yeah. something I kind of now do really wish I'd seen this it's film. A brilliant it's, film it's good but it's just it's it's quite a slow movie it's very claustrophobic yeah and there is like, Denzel just doesn't breathe mm. there's scenes where it's just it's as if he's ranting basically mm. and it doesn't breathe sounds like a so good film it does it sounds great in. no it is it's a great movie like I loved it but it's a lot to take in yep. it's a movie you really need to be in the mood for it's not something yep. you yeah. can just turn on and watch but if you're a fan of Denzel Washington and you're a fan of uh, dialogue heavy movies heavy movies yeah. It's a it's a one that ticks every box. Are we cutting that? No, uh, uh, I, I would be inclined to keep it over other yeah, films. Yeah, other movies though. There's other ones that I'm more passionate about. Mm. I, I'm sticking up for Frenzies. I, I thought it was really good and original, but I, I would cut it because there's other movies in there that I would put. Up I would with. probably say so. I mean, so uh, could, given the two- uh, given this, the the films that are there, um, I probably wouldn't want too many top heavy. Fences isn't one you would come back to and watch again no, really no, soon. It's, uh, it's one that you kind of maybe watch once and maybe never watch I mean, that again. I wouldn't say is but such a bad thing. It. No, 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 if, if it's that one no. time is impactful. No, no, it's not a bad thing. I just mean, there's other movies mm-hmm. on there that you would I go back to time them. and time yeah. again because it's okay. so good. So you, on that basis, you think we can cut it? I would probably say it wouldn't reach my top ten, but it's a brilliant film definitely want to be noticed. so is it worse than Manchester by the Sea Moonlight and Hidden Figures um, well I don't I think, think we uh, need to keep bringing them in we're talking about Fences getting to the top 10 on its own merit yeah, let's not yeah, constantly yeah. compare no we're I, just I, talking I, I about would, compare all these movies though. I'd be happy to cut it but if you've not seen it without I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, see it right I think we're cutting Fences then right.